0: Hey, what's going on Redskins Addicts? It's your host Rod and we are back with episode 37, the Gerald Riggs pod uh, with Redskins Addicts. So Gerald Riggs, a little bit about him. He was drafted by the Atlanta Falcons in the 1982 draft, uh, spent a couple of years there. He left Atlanta as their all-time leading rusher with 6,631 yards uh, prior to his being traded to the Redskins in 1989. Now, his numbers with Washington, they weren't really that stellar. He ended up finishing his career uh, with Washington. 38 games played, uh, seven starts, <clears throat> excuse me, 1,557 rushing yards and 21 touchdowns. And here's a quick snippet from his Wikipedia and or Phil's uh, mind, because Phil knows a lot. That's uh, kind of opened our <laughs> eyes during the pregame. So uh, it, was, it was pretty fun. But, hey, his his final year with the Skins in 1991, uh, he rushed for 248 yards and 11 touchdowns, um, assisting the team to a 14-2 record. A uh, quick little kind of quirk thing about him that's kind of cool to read about. He was the only player in NFL history to rush for 11 touchdowns and fewer than 80 attempts in a single season. So he was our short yardage back, uh, but he was very much part of that 14-2 success. Uh, so he went on to rush for four touchdowns in the in the Redskins' two playoff games, and then he added another two touchdowns in the Redskins' 37-24 win over the Buffalo Bills in Super Bowl 26. And that was the last game he played in. So his his six touchdowns at the time uh, were a postseason NFL record, and I believe it still stands. You know? And I got to see two of them. Yeah, that's I, that's was, awesome, at the, man. I was
1: at the I was at the Falcons uh, Redskins divisional playoff game. That his second touchdown that game, which put him up by seventeen, it, it, it iced the game the fourth quarter. Was that the seat cushion? And that was the seat cushion game. Yep, that was his that was touchdown. Jared?
2: Yeah, Gary Coach back then, Glenville.
1: Yeah, Glanville. Yeah, Glanville was there. Was, they put up a lot
0: coach. of hype before that game too. They had Deion Sanders and the Van. Yes, they did Field. Uh,
2: MC Hammer. MC Hammer, <laughs> yes. was, there. Hammer was on sidelines. Everybody.
1: Oh man, that's that's. Uh, you know what's crazy? In. I wish I wish I had known that that they were on the sidelines that game when I was a kid, because that would have got me extra hype. You know, because I had just turned I had just turned eight. You know, like MC Hammer, Hammer was, Hammer was everything shit in the world. He was like... <laughs> That's and I awesome. was a Holyfield fan, still am. Yep. So that was that was pretty
0: damn sick, man. But yeah, shout out shout out <laughs> to Gerald Riggs, man. Uh, you know, you, you helped us. I, I I still believe that that uh, that ninety one Super Bowl win team was the greatest uh, professional football franchise of all time. Um, not only Redskins, I think in, in league history, that team was just oh, yeah. incredible. The way they moved the ball, um, can so, do yeah. it all. Yeah, could do it all for sure. It's uh, it's it's definitely a nice smile when I think about that team. As we fast forward, gentlemen and listeners, we now look at the Cowboys game that we're going to face on Thanksgiving morning. So the last time we played these Jokers was the 25th of October at FedEx Field. Uh they came to Washington and we we beat them down 25 to 3. Um uh, we saw Andy Dalton get knocked out that game. Uh Cowboys you know, we're held to 142 total yards of offense, uh, 59 passing yards and 83 rushing yards. And only averaged 2.6 yards per play. Uh, the Washington defense was was dominance, man. Uh, dominant, rather. We ended up sacking their quarterbacks a total of six times, intercepting one pass. Um, but a little bit of uh preview for this game. Both teams are currently 3-7. and seven, And oddly enough, this is a worst place, excuse me, a first yeah. place game for both teams. So, uh, or worst place.
1: Yeah. It's the it's, losers in worst place. <laughs> it,
0: absolutely. It's uh it's a hell of a division to be in. So we know the preview, we know we beat up on them when they came to DC a, a couple of weeks ago. So gentlemen, I'll, I'll just jump into the next topic. How do we match up with the Cowboys? And you, you can't really look at our week seven matchup with them. You got to look at recent play and the records. They're both abysmal for both teams, but, uh, Personally, me, I think the Cowboys are playing a little bit better in recent weeks. Um, So, Phil, how do you think we're matching up with Dallas uh, come tomorrow morning or tomorrow afternoon? Um, I'll be
1: honest with you. or Yeah, tomorrow afternoon, 4 o'clock or 4.30 or whenever, just when I'm going to sit down and eat. Um, I'm eating before then because I don't want heartburn. (laughs) Well. It's only it's only me and my dad since we're we're, the, we're the recovering COVID guys.
0: Understandable, understandable. <laughs> so we're just doing ham, no, no turkey yeah. coma.
1: Um. Anyway, um, how how we match up well with them? I think they look the Cowboys we saw in October aren't drastically different from the Cowboys we're going to see now. They're playing better. I think they've adapted better to Andy Dalton at quarterback as opposed to Dak Prescott. Two totally different styles of play. Um, but at the same time, even though both they're playing better, we're playing better overall than we were in the previous games leading up to that Dallas game. We'd only had one good game leading up to that Dallas game in the previous three And that was the the Giants game the week before. Whereas I think that even though we haven't had a great record, we've been competitive with teams that, you know, are in the same league as we are as far as their record and everything else. Teams that have some bright spots and some really weak spots and just overall aren't great this season. We're in the same boat and we've been least competitive. Dallas had, you know, they they called, they you know, they they almost snuck one on on a sleeping Pittsburgh. You can tell Pittsburgh was thinking way ahead, way past that game. Um, but they couldn't pull it off. And uh, you know, they they looked competitive last week. So I think that they're in this kind of a similar boat as we are, but I think that we carry maybe just a little more momentum heading into this game than they do. So I think we ma- I think it's a pretty even matchup. I don't think we're going to beat them down like we did last game. I think it's going to be a much closer game, but I do think we're carrying a little more momentum heading into this week. I think we have a little bit better concept and idea of what we're going to do as a team.
0: Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. I could, I could, I could definitely vibe with that, uh, Steve. How, how you feeling, man? You, you think you, you kind of in agreement with Phil? Or you're going um, a different way.
2: No, I actually, I'm going to respectfully disagree on the last statement anyways. I think they have the momentum coming in this game. They I don't think they're we're gonna see the same team that we saw last time. I think we're gonna see a Dallas team that's fired up, that's ready to play. All that crap they took in the beginning of the year, losing the locker room. Man, look at their last three games. They um so last week they they won against the Vikings and it was a, a pretty solid win. You know, Kirk I hate to say, Kirk threw up good numbers. <laughs> That's what Kirk does: three touchdowns, 300, one interception. Um, they had their bye week the week before that, and then they they almost beat the Steelers twenty-four to nineteen. And the Steelers, are the number one team in the NFL defense defensively, that and that, and they almost beat them with a backup, not Ben DiNucci, but um, what's the other guy's name? Gilbert, I think his name is Garrett. Garrett Gilbert, I think his name is. Yep. So what? What Dallas has done is they've gone back to Dallas football with Ezekiel Elliott. What I mean by that is their last three games, they've, they've run the ball. Like they should be running a ball with Zeke. They've had like 180 yards, 144 yards, and their time possession is way up in the, in the mid, mid to high thirty. So, they're doing what they what they should do, what Dallas should do when you have Ezekiel Elliott, and and I think we're going to be challenged to, to to stop that run. I think past defense will be fine, um, <clears throat> but I think stopping that run will be will be, I don't know if it'll be a challenge, but it will be what they need to do um, to be successful. Because we know we know their players, we've seen them before. Andy Dalton's back; he's healthy. You know, it's it's there should be no surprises. I think it'll just be about it'll be about coaching. I think game planning.
0: Yeah. No, I, for me, man, it's, uh, I, I kind of, I look both ways. So I kind of, a, I I guess a hypocrite. Like I, I, I agree with you a little bit, Phil, I agree with you a little bit, Steve as well. Um, it's, it's odd to look at a three and seven team going against a three and seven team and say, Hey, this may be a trap game. Um, but it, it just, no, I know I'm the, the ominous one on the pod. You know, I, I really don't have much faith in this team. Um, but I think that, there are some fans, there may be some personnel on the Redskins roster, Washington football team roster that may say, hey, we beat the hell out of these guys a couple of weeks ago. Um, we're going to go do the same thing. And I think that you still have to approach the Cowboys just as a, a, a divisional foe. And those games are always really hard to call, uh, at least for me, um, because you never know um, who you're going to get. You know, there's there's been seasons where the Cowboys went 1-15 and their only win was just against you know the Washington Redskins so um they're going to come out fighting they're going to come out swinging um you know obviously we know that their their strength and conditioning coach uh, or coordinator Marcus Paul um, passed away Tuesday tragically at the age of 54 um so if there's going to be a team you know definitely have love and respect to him you know we all talk trash um but life is is completely different so you know uh, prayers and well wishes to the Paul family for sure um, but I think the Cowboys are going to come out with a chip on their shoulder, man. They're going to want to win that game, um, not only get in first place, but for the memory of their coach, man, uh, memory, of the dude who, who stretched them out, who, who got them strong and got them, you know, physically ready to play a game uh, week in and week out. So I'm expecting a dog fight, man. Um, yeah. I think we match up well. I think our defensive line is better than our offensive line. Um, I think our offensive line, kind of mirrors their defensive line. And I think that, you know, they always say war is won in the trenches. Um, so that's where my focus is going to be tomorrow. And um, if we can hold Ezekiel Elliott to three yards of carry, two yards of carry like we did a couple of weeks ago, you know, I think we'll be in good places. But uh, definitely, definitely an interesting game.
2: Uh, I mean, he's only averaging 3.9 on the season, but he started out hot and then he had a four 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 game just poop. You know, no, it finally, can, it
0: coincides with that going out. Yeah,
2: it, it does cuz yeah. I think they fit off each other.
0: But mm-hmm. yeah, I I, I feel you. Yeah. yeah, so uh with with that, you know, Washington football team wins this game if uh, where 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 do we stand uh Steve? Where where, where you, where you Yep,
2: it? I I you just said it. I just said it. I think it's if they can if they can control the running game cuz Dallas's game is is mm-hmm. when when they're healthy, when they're flowing is the run and they feed off the run into play action and they dominate time possession. So, I think if we stop the run um, will be successful because that makes Andy Dalton have to beat you, and I think that's how we how we win this game.
0: Yeah, no, I agree, and I'll jump in before we let Phil close it out. But I'm I'm thinking that we're gonna win this game if we get pressure sacks, you know, or, or pressure pressure picks. You know, the the defensive line is is causing the secondary to look much better. Um, so I I just want to. I want to double the interceptions from last game. So two. Um, get two picks, I think that will be a good indicator of us winning the game. Um, that means that we're putting pressure on let chase get a, a sack or two kid needs it. He's been playing exceptionally well. It's more than sacks, um, but just to get the, the naysayers um, out of his head, if anyone's in his head, he seems to be pretty even, even kilted right now, but um yeah, that's uh that's what I would like to see. You know, get 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 to the quarterback like you did a couple weeks ago. Uh keep him under pressure. Don't allow him to just sit back. Andy Dalton for you know is is still an NFL quarterback. He can still uh, pick your part if you give him time. Um so I think both teams are kind of on the up and up, and whichever defensive front plays a little bit better, I think you're gonna uh
1: see the victor. So uh, Phil, how you feeling, man? Well, Washington football team wins if they do two things because I'm going to point out two areas that Dallas is weakest at. One is they solidly win the turnover battle. Did you know that Dallas is 31st in the league in giving away the ball? Mm. And they are 29th in the league in takeaways. So they're horrible at both. They actually are at minus 12 10 games into the season on turnovers. Yikes. Yeah. Wow. So that's something that we need to focus on is win the turnover battle. Yep. The other thing is, is that we need to have a healthy dose of the run, <clears throat> Antonio Gibson. Dallas is 31st in the league against the run. They are allowing almost 154 yards per game on the ground.
0: We need that's to eclipse that. Yards. We need to go after it, man. Yeah, four, hopefully Scott
2: got 4.9 yards a carry, bro. That's almost five yards a carry. That's, that's
0: crazy. Now, man. remember, we'll last pass. time we'll we, we played them, Peyton Barber's going to take the first uh, snap for, for <laughs> <laughs> the football team tomorrow and drive us all nuts. Just,
1: just, just yeah, you know, uh, That's because. That's just piss Ellie off. Just to piss Ellie off. <laughs> off. Uh, <laughs> no, remember, last game we played them. Peyton Barber did have 10 carries, by the way, in the last game we played him. But uh, last time we played him, listen to these stat lines. Kyle Allen, remember him? Um, Only threw for 194 yards on 25 pass plays. However, listen to these run stats. Antonio Gibson, 20 carries for a buck 28. Peyton Barber had 10 carries for 34. He was closing out the game. And J.D. McKissick, five carries. Look at that J.D. McKissick, only five carries. For 35 yards, we ended up putting up, God, what was it? Um, Definitely our 208 yards total. rushing see. on the Cowboys. That's it. On Cop- 39 carries. Your path to victory is pretty simple. You run the hell out of the ball and you don't turn it over. D- Dallas will find a way to turn the ball over. They've turned the ball over almost every single game this season. In fact, not only they turned the ball over almost every single game this season, in fact, they've only failed to turn the ball over one time in one game this season. And that was their first game. Um, out of the nine games out of ten where they've had a turnover, seven of those games they've had multiple turnovers. Yeah. Dallas does not take care of the ball. You just got to show them the way. Yep, our path to victory is pretty simple. It's grounded out, ball control, secure offense, and that means we're not leaning on Kyle on 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 on, almost said Kyle Allen. We're not leaning on Alex Smith to win us the game.
2: (laughs) Hey Rod, real quick, let's um, we skipped. I forgot to bring this up during the um the matchup piece, but um, injury report here, real quick, if you don't mind. Let me let me. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Thank you,
0: thank you. Um,
2: So Wednesday, Wednesday is going to be equivalent to a Friday for a normal week. So the Wednesday status, Dustin Dustin Hopkins did not play. He hasn't played all week. He's questionable, right groin. Mm -hmm. Haven't heard anything about the other kicker. So we'll see. Uh, Ryan Anderson, DeSager Everett are out. They didn't play. Um, Antonio Gibson, full practice. Danny Johnson, full practice. Don'trell Inman, full practice. So he'll be back. Cornelius Lucas, limited. So he's questionable. And Jared Norris is out. And for the Cowboys, this is another thing we have to remember: is they're pretty healthy. They're they're healthier than where they were than where they were when we played them. And right now, they have nobody outside of Dak like scheduled to be out for the game. So they had some people. Um, they had ham, They had Ezekiel Elliott with some hamstring injuries. He full practiced all week. Uh, Brandon Thomas, Joe Knight, full practice all week. Uh, their kicker limited. Blake Bell, tight end, uh, full, and Anthony Brown's a cornerback. He was limited, but he's questionable. Unless I'm missing something, that's that's what I got, Phil.
1: Well, here's a couple of contributors. are going. Are, 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 their current status is out. Okay. Um, of course, Tyron Smith is out. Yep. Um, Tristan Hill, defensive tackle, averages uh, 42 snaps in five games played this season, which means he's a significant contributor. He's out um Trayvon Diggs cornerback averages 65 snaps a game he's played every, almost every game of the season he's out um you know so you, you do have some key guys there who play a significant amount of time that are, that are out or have been out like obviously Dak and Tyron Smith have been out um they're they they have a new punter I think coming in
2: yeah, Diggs is even listed like that, on this report. But... That's good, though. He's a rookie. Yeah, Chris
1: Jones. He's Chris Jones played eight games this season. He's out.
2: Yeah. Diggs so, is a guy I mean, just up. Um... It
1: seems like there's some contributors here who are just they're just not going to play. That's why they're not listed on the report. Okay. They're already listed. This is out. All right. Julie Donaldson, update the website. Watch this the is from thelines.com posted uh, seven hours okay. ago. Okay.
2: I'm looking on the com forward slash team forward slash injury report.
1: Yeah.
2: Fix your shit, team. Um, Diggs yeah, they being got, out.
0: They only got six on the Cowboys. Uh, I'm looking at the, the official Dallas uh, injury report as well. They only have six yeah. players as well. So,
1: Well, some of the guys I named, I think, are already on IR. Oh, yeah. I mean, Smith. I knew Smith was. I didn't know about Diggs. Yeah. Trayvon Diggs, who, by the way, we abused the shit out of Trayvon Diggs last time. He's had yeah. some
2: bright. He's had some bright spots though. He's like a home run guy, and he when he messes up, man, he messes up
1: big. He's like Jimmy Moreland yeah. with bigger with bigger fuck ups.
2: Yeah.
0: Still so. want Moreland to get in the game. We talked about that last yeah. pod. That's weird. He, gets he was in the
1: last game. Play. He just he you didn't hear from him, and that that was kind of a good thing. It was because he was just holding his man down. Yeah, they didn't throw towards him. Steve, what were you gonna say earlier too, man? No, I was, just, of... I was just
2: I was just talking about diggs, you know. I, I said it. He's he's a he's a young guy. He's he's a home run hitter, right? He either messes up big or he'll make a play. He's had some pretty good not against us, but he's had some he's flashes up and down. Um so we'll see. I mean, him being out is obviously a good
1: thing if he's out, so How just, did... just a, uh just a heads up, by the way, Moreland last week. Listen to this, Rod. He had half a sack, right? Mm-hmm. And he did start the game. He played 54 snaps, and uh, he also had two quarterback hits. What the? to his name? So damn. They're, which is nice because that shows that Del Rio is kind of you know he's getting a little more exotic with the blitzes because he's sending guys like Moreland in there and mm-hmm. Cam Curl. We've seen so. Those are those little things that I think are gonna are making are going to make our defense just a little bit better. It's gonna make our defensive line it's gonna take some of the pressure off of them in the pass game if we start sending somebody besides just the same four guys. No, with without a doubt, man. We
0: definitely have to mix it up and keep teams guessing. So uh, you you like to see that, you know, reserve players coming in the game and and still get in the backfield to make a play, that's that's always huge uh to see. Uh question for you guys before we kind of roll on to score predictions. Thomas Davis, do you guys want to see him on the field next week or tomorrow, rather? Um,
1: If you scheme him right, I don't want him out in open field.
0: I mean, I I don't know how many plays he was on the field, you know, what his percentage of snaps was. I mean, he had one tackle last week, you know, and that's it. Um, Let me see what his snap count is. I'll be right back
2: with it. Yeah, yeah. I I, I don't know if he's – I saw him a couple times. I saw him – I saw him miss, him miss some plays.
1: Take, I saw him take a really bad angle on Ryan Finley. He's yeah, 37,
0: I mean, and I just turned 39, and he looked like me out there. Like he I looked mean, like someone who was past his prime. Yeah. He, he only played 19 someone, snaps last game. <laughs> 19 yeah. snaps too many.
2: But I mean, if those guys need a break, I mean, yeah. I, watched, I watched John Bosick almost completely take out Montez Sweat's ankles. For missing taking a bad angle and missing a tackle. You guys yes. see that little video clip? I, oh, I, I, did. scared. I didn't I didn't even know that happened until I watched that. Was it, mark, was it a mark was it a Mark clip? I think it was. I think it was yeah. as well. The oh open. man.
0: Yeah, it's almost it's, folded him.
2: It's crazy too,
0: because you have a three and seven squad. I, I keep dropping that, like you know, I'm freaking a rapper dropping uh dropping names or something like that. But you have players who are still trying to prove themselves for twenty twenty one and beyond, man. So uh yeah, you get those players in the game at aren't typically there and you got a chance for a uh, catastrophic injuries to occur. So, uh, yeah, hope, mm. hopefully nothing like that happens. Uh, knock on wood.
1: Yeah. Well, sure. I mean, you know, if David's going to come in and play, a, you know, a, a percentage of, you know, a percentage of snaps just to give us, you know, to, to spell somebody. Cool. Fine. I, I think that that's, that's perfectly fine. You don't want to lean on him. It was
0: weird. There was, there was a, there was a stretch. There were, it was like four or five consecutive plays where, Sweat and Young weren't on the field.
2: Yeah, it's and weird. And you're like,
0: man. what the hell is going on? You, like, I, you have to spell one of those guys at a time, but like both of them is and like, I hate
2: I hate when Chase Young is on the sideline on a third down. I'm like, what Yes. What
0: what what, what? Yeah, show and me Ryan the tape Kerrigan and Lawrence Montez in. Yeah, show me Unless Taylor, there's Taylor unless
2: Taylor was some unless it's some kind of a scheme thing. Could you unless, imagine unless... having all those dudes in though? Ryan, Montez, and I don't know if I've seen that yet. Have we? Have we seen no. that yet? No, but you
1: really because that's a hard. You're you're running. You're gonna be running basically. Where are you gonna put the fifth one? Where are you gonna put the third defensive end?
0: Even if you put Kerrigan and Sweat on the same side and Chase on the other 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 can you can you imagine that? Like if if they just go exotic like one play and say, hey, we're gonna have one less defensive tackle. Try. Right. We're just gonna have like two outside linebackers
1: instead. They run like they run like a. Four three, but you're gonna have like a wide nine, wide so nine. You know, like
2: keep one linebacker in to spy the quarterback up the middle. I mean, you might have covered. I don't know. I
0: try it. You're three and seven. Try it, Jack. Let's <laughs> go for it, man. Are you Are you watching us and hey. you listening? Come on, man. That That
1: that formation is somewhere in the playbook. It just has not had an opportunity to come up. I guarantee you, it's somewhere.
2: Bring it Speak, out. Speaking
1: of linebackers.
2: And Thomas Davis and Jeff Bosick. I want to freaking see the Cole Holcomb we saw the last Dallas game. Do you? St- I still will not remember when he will not forget when he blew up Ezekiel Elliott on pass. Yeah, that was. Y'all six. remember that? Mm-hmm. Like he laid him out. Yeah, like,
0: he he made look like Pollard or something yeah. like that.
1: Yes, yeah. He, he looked like a small now back. he he did a, he did a better job in the Cincinnati game. Like he yeah. it was their receivers beating us. It wasn't tight ends. It, you know, yeah. it, he was he was he, he did a pretty good job on that. Um, sometimes there's some guys if you don't hear their name, it's a bad thing, and some guys the way they play, if you don't hear their name, it's a good thing. Yeah, Holcomb was dropping the pass pro a lot in the Cincinnati game, and he wasn't getting beat on anything. You know, he was he was kind of holding holding it over the middle. You notice that Cincinnati was going outside a lot a lot of their pass plays, yeah, you know, they were they were kind of avoiding the middle. So that tells me, you know, Holcomb may have been doing his job. Yep, that's good. Score predictions.
0: How you guys feeling? I, we'll, we'll, we'll give uh Dev. So Dev dialed in. Uh yep. He's saying that the Washington football team is going to win. And he didn't they-
1: say the football team was going to win.
0: Oh he said the Washington Red Wolves he said the Red game. Wolves are going I know to. Dev that's Dev being Dev I know he's that's he's <laughs> our resident weirdo um but yeah he's saying that the Washington Red Wolves are going to win tomorrow's game 25 to 17 um so, congrats I'll... to uh, the local
1: <laughs> AYSO team that's going to score twenty-five goals apparently in their U-10 soccer match. Hey, I'll take Red Wolves over football team any day because we are. Uh, not yeah, them. me we too. We ain't playing but...
0: like a football team. That's that's for sure. <laughs> but uh, I'll I'll jump in. Um, I say Dallas wins at home. Um, I'll give them thirty-one to ten. I think they skunk Oops. us. Yes. Okay. You know what though? Hey, being negative Rod gets us wins, so maybe it's forty-one <laughs> to ten.
2: Like eventually, I'm going to be right. Betting, one, hedge one betting is a, hedge betting is a beautiful thing.
0: <laughs> I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. But with that prediction, um, hedge betting, I think Le it, Rod over there. Yeah, I I think it could be the inverse if uh, Alex Smith toes throws, throws for more than two fifty, uh, in three touchdowns, um, and I think we can kind of flip that score. So that's that's my hedge bet. Thirty thirty-one to ten. Um, but if Alex goes over 250 and three touchdowns, just flip it and we'll win 31 to 10 with the Washington. If it's
2: football team. 31 to 10, that means J.D. McKissick is getting 75 percent of the snaps, and that's just gonna drive people bonkers. I can't wait. Well, not necessarily. If, <laughs> if yeah. If it's 31 to 10, Dallas for sure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <coughs> yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. If we're if we're the if we're the, uh, the better end of that, yeah, then uh, Gibson will be getting the the brunt of those oh, yeah. And snaps. So. Oh, yeah. Uh, Steve, how you feeling, man? What, what are your predictions for tomorrow?
2: I'm also going to be a nice air. I am it. I I'm love it. Twenty to seventeen, Dallas. That's I love it. That's that's what I'm going.
0: <laughs> Viewers are going to start dropping. Like, screw these guys. They're so negative.
2: I just, it's just what it's I. We talking about that last?
0: It's time. being realistic. At, at the end of the it's, day, honestly, it's, it's, it's being, being realistic.
2: realistic, man. Yeah, it's it is. I mean, yeah.
0: I ain't Phil. worried about it,
1: Phil. How you feeling, brother? I'm bouncing between one or the other here. Um, I'm going to say, fucking somebody needs to be be the positive one here. Someone needs to balance out the negativity. I have the same score in mind, going either way. Twenty to sixteen, Washington football team. It's going to be a low-scoring, grinded-out game. I, you know, we're just—it's going to be Ezekiel Elliott versus Antonio Gibson. That's what this game's going to come down to, and whoever can do more off of that, and I think we can do a little bit more because it's a matter of their defense versus our defense and their defense is a glaring weakness against the run. And I think we can do something off of that.
0: Yep. I, for me, it's almost like a red alert game too. For Ron Rivera, it's a short week. It's a divisional foe. What are you going to do?
1: It's for first place.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, you're, you're the reason that we're, we're in this predicament predicament being that we're not really trying to build the most important position for the future we're trying to win now um I mean, so yeah. one
2: hit one hit away It'll, one we, we, hit we, away we, from from from
1: from seeing it happen so. blowing it all up i mean Allen's done no for the- no no we're one hit away from just replacing the quarterback we're one hit i still away say from- we're going we, we, here's the thing alex smith gets hurt in this game dwayne comes in i don't i don't think the mo changes this is my reaction if
0: Dwayne comes in tomorrow. No, you well, guys can't see this in listener land, but they know what I'm doing. Holy fuck! Yeah, man. Yeah. I, I was going back and Play forth. Me-
1: Put it this way, guys. If 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 Alex gets hurt and Dwayne comes into the game, Rod is going to have a three foot erection with a turkey leg on the end of it. <laughs> hey, man.
0: Like me and Ellie were going back and forth with some dude on Twitter, and he's like, he's just calling us like all you know the, the typical personal attacks and instead of the, the, you know debating the topic yeah it's just you're just going at me um and and i don't care i, I keep saying this like i legitimately don't care i just want to build for the future man like i don't want to start 2021 in the same predicament we were in 2020 saying oh you know Dwayne's on the roster or we drafted some dude. Is this guy going to be our future? And then you, you run with Alex for six games or something. Then you kind of pass along to someone else. Um, I really don't want that to happen. I just kind of want to build for the future now. Um, and I just, I just think that we're, we're not doing that, but I always say that. And it's probably turning people off and I don't want to do that, but um, it's just, me, um, it's not can, only me. Can, can I think I, there's many folks who feel that way. Go ahead, Phil.
1: Can I give people an optimistic spin on, on things? Yeah. Okay. Because I was thinking about this. Let's say we go on a little, on on a bit of a heater here. Let's say we finish season 7-9. and We win the division. And the only question we really have is is quarterback. I mean, we have some other questions, but the only only one glaring question. 2015, we won the division at 9-7, all right? We carried over into the following year. We started that season six, three, and one. Kinda of collapsed at the end of the year, but part of that was because, you know, our defense was horrific on third downs. That's where Rod and I really started with the whole third and twelve. The other team's about to convert. Yep. You know, was that season. We don't have that. And I, I really do think that the found, you know, the, the best teams have a solid defensive foundation. And I think we have a much better chance of that in 2021 than we did going into 2016. Now, do we have questions on offense? Sure. But we do know that we have guys who can contribute. And we have some guys who we think will contribute. You got to remember, Cam Sims is starting to really come on. He's been looking good as a secondary piece. Kelvin Harmon will be back next season. And we liked him at the end of last year. We'll still have Terry. We'll have Antonio Gibson. And Lord knows who else we'll have. Our offensive line is looking better. It's looking more, a little more cohesive. So, as long as whatever we have in 2021 at quarterback is competent, whether it be Dwayne, whether it be James Winston, whether it be Teddy Bridgewater, whether it be whoever, as long as it's competent, I think you've built a lot of other good things going into 2021, and you're building that off of a division win where you stole one that you did not, you were not supposed to compete for in the first place. Uh-huh. And I think those are the kinds of long-term momentum <clears throat> building blocks that we could create this season. Now, we still have six games to play. But if we can kind of roll into the playoffs with some momentum, yeah, we'll have a losing record, most likely. Unless we go nine or six and zero the rest of the season, we're going to have a losing record at best five hundred. We're going, you know, and we could take the division. But you roll into the playoffs, anything can happen. Let's say we we finally found a way to run the ball consistently with Antonio Gibson. You know, Scott Turner got his head off of his ass. You still you still won the playoffs, suddenly you're in, you're in the divisional round. Suddenly you've had a pretty successful season. Lord knows we haven't even won a playoff game since two thousand five. Scott Turner. You saying his name, I'm
0: I'm looking for a photo on my phone right now that I I took off of Twitter earlier to share with you guys. <laughs> I th- I th- it might be saved on my iPad, but uh, look,
1: look, look! He <laughs> ran the ball last week. Let's 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 take just a little bit of of heat off him. He ran the ball last week. We want to be nice and say, Scott, what what you did last week with running the ball. We want more of that this week. Yeah, it's it's a picture more of, like of home, it. picture of
0: Homer Simpson with like a, a clipboard looking pretty stupid. Um. So yeah, I'll, <laughs> he I'll, I'll share kept, that. <laughs>
2: still kept uh, passing on first down. I don't know if he gets off on that. Like he enjoys that little stat. We're the most, we're the number one passing offense on first down. We pass, Can the we be most the most efficient
1: else. offense on first down. That's uh-huh. what I want. I don't care how we do it, but if we're not doing it by passing the ball, try them running the ball again. Yeah. Hopefully, he's looking at the fact that we gashed the hell out of these guys and we're not a run team and we gashed them in the run game last time we played them. So, I think that that would be my first point of attack is, well. Let's do it again until they stop us. Yeah. Yep. And
2: before we get off the scoring predictions, hey, if, if um, I don't know if anyone's going to listen to this before the game tomorrow, but I think the offer still stands for the free swag giveaway, the, yep. the Washington football team lanyard and the signed Redskins-Ryan-Grant jersey. Um, what we'll do tomorrow is create a post for scoring predictions and then um, lock it before game time. Yep. And that way we'll see – since we're not going to do like a little pre, I don't think we're going to pregame tomorrow. Um, we'll, we'll we'll get everyone's score predictions in there and we'll, we'll see who wins. If anyone can get that score locked in, we'll just keep pushing it to the right.
0: Yep. It'll be fun, man. I like to give the yeah. way it's, it's been, uh, took it from Virginia. Uh, got it. Uh, just had never got a chance to get it framed. So uh, I might as well give it to someone who will put it up. You know, at the end of the day, it's it's a signed Jersey, you know? So, uh you know, and obviously you're giving away one of your lanyards as well, and the lanyards are dope as hell. Um, I hope it I took, actually win it one. It took
2: two months to get. I ordered four. <laughs> took two months to get them. <laughs>
0: yeah, they're 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 nice. I haven't bought any Washington football team gear because I just said I don't want to. I know it could be a one and done, and then hey, you got some you know unique perch of a uh, piece of uh, memorabilia, but I just didn't want to do that. Money, I'm, I'm,
1: the more money people spend on WFT gear. The more likely it is we keep the name WFT. I'm with you. Thus, with you. I'm in the same boat as Rod. I have not bought any WFT gear. Yep. I have n- nothing. Now, there's a third person in this pod who's a culprit. I am guilty. I have a hat. I have a
2: beanie. I have the salute to service beanie, salute to service shirt. Holy I have, hell. I have I have, I have So So you're you're the inside threat. I am. You're the one Jason Wright's looking at. So let me tell you, my loving wife got me all this gear. I didn't ask for it. She just bought it. (laughs) The only thing I want every year, I try to get one salute to service thing every year just because it's it's cool. Um, But she got me a beanie, a hat, and then two shirts, a regular maroon shirt and then um, a black regular shirt. So, yeah, it's all up to her. So, yeah. Yeah. Shout outs. Uh, I can, I, I have, I have two other things real quick. Before yeah. we do shout outs. Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's, I want to hear what's on the menu for Thanksgiving for everybody. And I'll, I'll start with the two folks who aren't here. Uh, Dev and Ellie. So, so Ellie's doing roast beef, potatoes, broccoli, casserole, greens, turkey, mashed potatoes, mac and cheese. I asked Ellie, he just sends me a video or I asked uh Dev. He just sends me a video of him frying a turkey. So he's having fried turkey. Uh Phil, you said you're having ham. Is
1: that correct? Yeah, we postponed Thanksgiving, snow turkey. So my dad okay. got my dad's got a ham that we're gonna we're gonna roast and uh and, and do something. I don't know what he's gonna do with it. He's cooking this meal, but okay. you know, his house is as formally COVID infected as his mine, so <laughs>
0: How's your mom doing, real quick? Before is, is
1: she? Um, is, she is. She's still in ICU, but I actually did talk to her today. Um, good. Okay. Texted back and forth. Her oxygen levels are back up near a hundred. Um, some good. other things that they thought were a little dicey—they're just monitoring at this point. But I mean, she's able to sit up in a chair again for a little bit. They—they're actually—they have her on much smaller oxygen apparatus, and they're actually able to take it off periodically. Awesome. Um, man. You know, she says she about walked through the door twice. Okay, Um, that that was her way of putting it. I, you know, and I don't know if that was just hallucinations from being sick and being under all medicine and everything, or or what. All depends on what you believe. Um, but yeah, I can imagine if I was in her position, I probably would have you know similar visions, if nothing else. Um, but you know, she is doing better. She's she's stable. Probably gonna be about ten to fourteen days before she can come home, but that's because they got her on on treatments and they're slow working treatments. And uh, you know, like I said, at least she's communicative. She called and talked to my dad for a little while, which is the first time she's made a phone call in a while, too. Several awesome. days. So um, yeah. So, you know, it, it's looking a lot better than it was a couple of days ago.
0: Good, good, good to hear, man. Good, man. good, good to, to hear. Here. What about What's you, Rod? Up? So what, what am I eating? All right. So ladies and gentlemen in pod world, this is what Rod is going to be eating tomorrow. So if you don't know COVID, I, I sucked at cooking. I I, I I used to burn stuff on the grill all the time. Uh, my wife hated me. I I would char hamburgers, hot dogs, chicken, steaks, doesn't matter. I would destroy it. This COVID outbreak, quarantine, all this other stuff. I needed a hobby other than video games. So uh, earlier this year, I went and picked up a Traeger, Uh easy bake oven also known as a smoker depending on which side people you call them stick burners after using actual wood and people the pellets um for me i like the pellets it's easy i plug it in set that shit and i forget it. it allows me to live life be a dad be a husband and not sit outside and tend to the fire i'm fine with it but anyways i am for the first time i'm brining a turkey right now um, never done that before so i got a bucket liner Seasonings, all this other stuff, Um, turkey sitting in some cold water in the fridge, going to brine it for about 18 hours, Uh, take it out, I'll smoke that on the uh, Traeger tomorrow, and then the side fixings, the wife's working on some collard greens, sweet potato pie, um, yams, baked macaroni and cheese, um, sweet rolls, Um, Hell, banana pudding for dessert, my birthday was yesterday, so we still got some lemon cake that we've been munching on the past uh, 24 hours, probably nice. eating that tomorrow as well. So, uh, yeah, Thomas household is going to be pretty, pretty fun tomorrow. Um, we're all a- away from our family as well. We're in Kansas, uh, families in Connecticut for both, both sides. So, uh, um, you know, we'll 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 take advantage of FaceTime and uh, you know, Facebook Messenger or whatever tomorrow to talk and and chat with friends and loved ones. But yeah, that's a uh, that's what we got on the menu. So I'm excited. So I, I good. I, I want to talk about man. Thank, thanks thanks yeah. thanks for asking man. <laughs> yeah, I
2: always want to know man because you know I'm a big foodie too. So for me, we're this is the first Thanksgiving uh, we've ever had alone. Our first holiday because you know our both of our families live in Northern Virginia, so it's always a a yep. circus getting to both, you know, how it goes, but mm-hmm. so we're going a little bit different. I'm doing two small Cornish game hens. You know, you've had cornish hens. Yeah. Right? Yep. Love I'm going to do, I, if you follow YouTube, I, I like these guys called the barbecue pit boys, just a bunch of old, old dudes who who cook. And um, I'm doing it on my Weber kettle. I'm going to do some hardwood, just lump charcoal, and I'm gonna put it in a um, iron a cast iron skillet with some potatoes, stick of butter, uh, a little bit of brown sugar, spices, rosemary, uh, some carrots, celery, onion, uh, red skin potatoes. You like that? redskin potatoes. And then just let it go 350 for two hours and be done. And then, uh, I'm going to do some smoked Mac and cheese. And then my wife's going to do some, um, yeah, so I'll put the smoked Mac and cheese. I'll, I'll put that in the smoker on my green mountain, which is also a pillow grill, or I don't know, I might put it on the kettle. We'll see, throw some hickory on there or something. And then, um, then we'll do, um, mashed potatoes, stuffing, and then, um, yeah, that's it. So we'll have a lot of food just for us five, and three of those five are six, four, and two, so mostly just a lot of food for me and my wife. But, yeah, I just want to know. I'll probably post some threads tomorrow. I just want to see what everyone's cooking. Food's always a good thing to bring us all together. So
1: nah, For, for, and, and, for and, sure, man. See, then, it's, it's a shame that, we, that we're going to do that this year because, honestly, I have friends who just die of jealousy of when my whole family gets together. I've dad, seen your spreads yeah. in previous years, Phil. Yeah, they're, you have. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah, I'm friends with you on Facebook. Yeah, they're they're pretty damn legit. So, yeah, and you understand. You see, that's my dad, and it's funny because my dad is DC firefighter, so he's used to cooking for armies. Yeah. So, like, we always, you know, so it's always oh, I come over, my son's there, my sister and her her now husband are there, is there, his kids there. Um, and, and so forth so there's always people you know it's, it's never never a small meal it's always a big spread so you know if we don't get to do a postponed thanksgiving just means that christmas is going to be twice as awesome
0: that's it that's
1: what i told you the last pot
0: too man if you guys can't get the th- get together for thanksgiving just have a great christmas meal and sometimes that's
1: a little bit yeah. more special anyway so we're wow. already planning on actually it's funny. my sister um she my sister got married back in August, um, and that was a postponed wedding from earlier in the year. Thank you, COVID. Um, so, And they bought a house. So we're going to do Christmas up at their new place, which uh, will be different. I don't know how I feel about doing Christmas in West Virginia. but
0: It'd be interesting. a <laughs> bunch of cousins around, I guess, you know, what they say about West Virginia, right?
1: no I <laughs> she's my only family in West Virginia.
0: so uh the the groom's c- uh cousins then so it's uh good for you then You're no relation
1: that's true yeah i am a single man here there you go there you go <laughs>
0: nah man steve that that's a that's a good topic to bring up to close out the pod man so yeah. is definitely one that made me smile and, and steve did ask while i was drinking so you guys can't See, but the the other folks can see it's blurred out because I guess the CIA blurs shit out. So Basil Hayden's uh uh Kentucky bourbon whiskey. So nice. really like this stuff, man. Uh, one point seven five <laughs> liters. I put actually I put a half a cup of this shit uh in the, the turkey brine earlier today. So that's what it called for. Um mm. some bourbon. And the wife she tried this and she tried some um some Jack Daniels and she said, Let's put this inside. So I really didn't want to. This to me was expensive, fucking eighty dollars a bottle. Um, I don't buy eighty dollar bottles of liquor quite often, so. But I listen you gotta to it. to do
2: it once in a while, though, man. Tell it's me.
0: good. I think you I will to. keep doing this, though. Um, I've been sitting, I've been sipping on this during the pod on a couple minutes before on the rocks, um, ran out of rocks, so I've just been drinking it straight now, um, neat, I guess. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's good. It's very smooth. You no know, face isn't turning bitter or anything like that. So. Uh, but yeah, Thanksgiving tomorrow, uh ladies and gentlemen, uh addicts across the world. Um thanks for listening with us. Thanks for being part of the uh the show. Uh shout-outs. Some shout outs, yeah. So uh shout outs to the addicts across the world. That's for me. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, it's just uh hey, enjoy your day tomorrow. Um, enjoy your day with family uh and friends while you can. I know there's a couple of shutdowns and restrictions uh, going on again uh worldwide. Um, So uh, safety is of the utmost importance. Um, Do what you can uh, do what you wish. um, But just my wish to you is to be safe uh, while doing it. So uh, those are my shout outs for this pod,
2: Uh, Steve. Yep. I'm only going to give one shout out and this is to a collective group. The 2020. 12 Washington Redskins for giving me the most memorable Thanksgiving football day in my lifetime. Just to recap, we beat the Dallas Cowboys, 38 31. We had a 25 point lead at halftime. RG3 was 20 for 28, 311 yards and four touchdowns. If you don't remember that game, oh my gosh, it was one of the most. I can't tell you how happy I was that getting uh, I thought we had. Yeah, man. I, like I was like, man, we have arrived. Yes, Alvin Robinson, Niles Paul, like. Pierre Garcon caught that ball that was like kind of kanked behind him and just took off and scored for a touchdown. I mean, that was uh, that was the
1: second time that season Uh, he pulled that move, too. Yes, because he did. We did, he did in it. Yes, New New
2: Orleans. Yeah. See, we remember everything in 2012 like it was yesterday. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, shout out to RG3, Alfred Morris, Pierre Garcon, uh, Robinson, Niles Paul, that whole 2012 crew, man. You guys. For all things right, wrong, and different, man, you guys made a lot of memories, and to this one, I'll always hold that one uh, near and dear to my heart. Even though Dallas almost came back because our defense was so bloody awful, um, but, I know, she didn't you know. Shout out any defenders. <laughs> 20, tw- I think we had a twenty, a twenty-four, twenty-five point lead that year. Yeah, game. we had
1: massive lead, and no, they just slowly, but, they slowly got yeah. back into that game. Yep. Yeah.
2: So shout out to that 2012 Redskins for a great Thanksgiving memory. Really appreciate that. Phil with
1: all right. Um, shout out to Dev and Ellie who couldn't be here tonight. Dev's working oh, yeah. at that, that 12-hour pre-Thanksgiving shift and Ellie is just uh, doing Ellie things. I, I, I know he has to get up at one thirty in the morning to run. Um, <laughs> he keeps backing the time up. <laughs> <laughs> well, Ellie has to wake up at 11.30 ago, it 30 was
0: p.m. Four.
2: It was 5.30 a couple weeks ago. <laughs> Ellie's getting up at 11 a.m. now. Eventually.
1: Um, but a uh, shout out to those guys. Um, shout out to since Steve brought him up. Shout out to Niles Paul, my favorite unsung hero of the Washington Redskins slash football team of the past decade. I love that dude. I love anybody who's willing to just to, to, he comes out of college as a wide receiver and kind of as a burner. Like they thought, oh, he's got really good straight line speed and they turn him into a tight end and a H back and a full back. Yeah. And a Special teams gunner, like anybody like that. That I'm thankful for. I'm thankful for guys like that because they they are the ones who extend their careers and they're the ones that you can kind of point out to your kids and say, "Look, see that guy? He's doing whatever he can to make this team and help this team." So you want you you like guys like that. Um, last but not least, shout out to my sister uh, who I mentioned earlier. We're going to visit her for Christmas. Uh she just found out that she is pregnant. Six weeks. Hey. Along. Congratulations. So this she has uh, uh two stepchildren that she inherited with this with her getting married, and now she's gonna have one of her own. And uh so I get to be a instead of a half uncle or step uncle, I am now officially going to be a full uncle. Uncle Phil. Uncle Phil, Uncle Phil. <laughs> let's
2: go. <laughs> Got the same beard too, ladies and gentlemen. I I love it, and <laughs> the same hairline. Hey, they're doing it. The reunion. The reunion. I, I have to watch on, that. Yes, it's yes, up. I it's up on yet. HBO Go. Um, yeah, I haven't seen it yet.
1: Yeah, I Shout have to out watch to the too. Fresh Prince cast. Yeah,
2: <laughs> Uncle
0: Phil. So you won't be Stunkle Phil anymore then.
1: Nope. <laughs> no Stunkle Phil. No Uncle. <laughs>
0: That that's cool man now congrats congrats to your sister her husband you know and, and her her budding family that that's always good to hear a little bit of positivity so uh yeah um Absolutely. you know i'm not sure when you guys are gonna hear this out in the podcast land our our hosting provider is down because amazon web services are down um so if i can get it published tonight the 25th i will if not i will publish this as early as i can thanksgiving morning hopefully you guys can hear this before the game so uh That's been episode 37. It's a pleasure. Uh, Like I said earlier, you guys have a great, safe, and happy Thanksgiving, and we'll uh, see you when we see you. Cheers. Hail. Peace. Peace. Eat that turkey, y'all.
2: Gobble,
0: gobble.